0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select Campus miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.
1: It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder.
2: It's beer cracking
1: season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time.
4: Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
1: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this meet Friday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. In case you're wondering, Tyler's done a wonderful job with the menu on the Traeger Grills. They're fired up. The Traeger Grills are actually fired up even before they were fired up. It's chimichurra, smoked ribeyes, smoked mashed potatoes has it better than we do? Nobody. Nobody. Final hour coming up here. We'll check in with what's going on with the Portland Trailblazers. Are they for sale? And if that's the case, are the Seattle Seahawks for sale as well? This is uh, Paul Allen, who passed away, I believe, in 2016. And uh, those teams now in a trust. But uh, we'll have more on that coming up. At the end of last hour, we had a bet. Now, the ball got stuck out in the man cave shooting hoops, and Marvin went up with ease and knocked it away. You know, knocked it it down. So then we thought, well, can Marvin touch the rim? And we went out there, and uh, we took bets. I said that Marvin would be able to touch the top of the rim. Paulie said no. Uh, Fritzy, were you uh, all in on Marvin? Yeah,
5: I was. I thought he was going to do it.
1: Seton? Yeah, I said yes. Yeah, And the bet was... If Marvin grabbed the top of the rim, then we were going to be hands off. Nobody could make fun of your hands for an entire week. Well, how would you uh, recap what happened, Marv?
6: You know, the first attempt, I hit the bottom, so I didn't touch the top. So I didn't even want to say, "Oh, I nope. And then the second, <laughs> the second attempt, I was like, "I'm not even close." I didn't even put my, I didn't, didn't put my arms
1: up. We didn't have liftoff. Like your second attempt, we gave you one more try. We did not have liftoff. Yes,
2: Paul. So right before Marvin goes, the basketball rim has a huge orange outer ring, but then it has kind of this sub-ring just underneath it where the hooks are yeah. to make it stronger than the old days. Mm. And seeing goes, the lower level of the orange of the rim doesn't count. And when Marvin swung at it, he hit orange, but he hit the lower level orange. Yeah. Yes, Todd.
5: So was that hands down the most disappointing thing of the week? What okay. do you think?
2: Thank you, Todd.
1: Right up until that moment, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Final hour. Come on in. Stay a while. Dial us up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock and our radio affiliates around the country. Celtics come back. Double-digit deficit in the fourth quarter and win going away. It's... Uh, Avalanche rolling the Oilers. They're up 2-0 in that series. Lightning at the Rangers. That's game two. Uh, Let's see. Steph Curry hit six three-pointers in the first quarter. Most ever in any quarter of an NBA Finals game. His 21 points, the most in any quarter of a Finals game since 1993 when Jordan had 22 in the fourth quarter, game four against the Phoenix Suns. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what stat of the day. DanPatrick.com if you'd like to check out all the Father's Day gear that we have for you. The 77th U.S. Women's Open is going to be on NBC and Peacock this weekend. Coverage starts at 3 Eastern on Saturday. Al Horford had a heck of a performance last night, and he talked about everybody getting on the same page starting the fourth quarter.
6: The group that started the fourth quarter, I think, did a great job setting the tone. Jalen attacking, uh, Rob got a lob dunk, and that just kind of got us going. And, uh, and from that point on, we felt like we just we we're going to stay solid, continue to fight, and you know that's what we did.
1: Here is Draymond Green on uh, his summary after losing Game One at home.
6: They hit 21 threes, and Marcus Smart, Al Horford, and Derek White combined for 15 of them. So those guys are good shooters, but they combined for what? 15 out of eight, Where Smart? Seven, eight, 15 for 23. My math right? Eight, seven, and eight, eight, seven, and eight. Yeah, that's 23, right? Yeah. 15 for 23 from those guys, eh, you know, so. Be fine.
1: Yeah, you can't panic, you, or at least you can't sound like you're panicking. Although I would say to Draymond Green, Jason Tatum didn't play well last night, didn't play well in the fourth quarter. Now he did have 13 assists. Now, if you lose game two, then you panic. Then it feels like, uh oh, now our approach has to change. I didn't know what Boston was doing in the first quarter. It's like, uh, guys, that's the greatest shooter of all time. And then all of a sudden they went, you know, that's the greatest shooter of all time. Maybe we should play defense on him. Then they did that pretty well over the next uh, three quarters. When you think of a successful NBA career, we would normally think of championships. The modern NBA has redefined a definition of success because LeBron James is now a billionaire. He is the first active billionaire to play in the NBA. He earned $385 million in salary in his career, but he's found other ways to fill his pockets here and really been a brilliant businessman. You know, Magic did this after his career was over, became a billionaire. But uh, LeBron has been an all-star 18 times. He uh, invested in Beats by Dre, the Fenway Sports Group. He's got an investment in a soccer team. He also uh, has an investment in Blaze Pizza, Those decisions helped him become the NBA's richest current athlete, and he's just getting started. What's the, uh, does he own part of Arsenal or
2: Chelsea? Liverpool. Oh. LeBron? Yeah. Yeah, he's with the Fenway group. uh, Oh, yeah. Um, John uh, Henry? John Henry. Henry. Yeah.
7: He was just at the uh, Champions League final.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a nice investment. He's, he made some pretty smart decisions here. It's like the people who got in on vitamin water. That was crazy. And then, you know, Beats by Dre. I don't know how many people got involved. There's a couple of, you know, those categories where he went, oh, my God, vitamin water. Wasn't that Jen Aniston? Did Brian Urlacher, was he also in that? there? There were a lot of people who capped in, capitalized on uh, and cashed in on, on vitamin water. Yeah, Paul.
2: Years ago, there was a product called Body Armor. Yeah. And uh, Kobe Bryant was part of it really early. and oh, that's he, right. He yeah. took a percentage of it to lend his name to it and didn't take money up front. Yeah. And it was sold recently. And the estimate is that Kobe Bryant's family slash estate will make at least $400 million off Kobe's investment, which was absolutely nothing. Yeah.
1: Are we working on our Cooper Cup t-shirt, white rice? Possibly. Yeah, I don't know how that'll look. It's a cup of white rice. C-U-P-P. Yeah. A cup. Cup of rice. Get it? Like you'd cook a cup of No, no, rice, I got it. But I got it's it. Cooper cup. Yeah, I got it. Oh, no. What, Todd? Uh...
5: I love that. I think that all comes oh, okay, together good. nicely.
1: I thought we the were A Cooper
5: going... cup of white rice. What yeah. else can you want?
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to, you know, workshop this right now. What's it's going to look like?
5: So far, so good. Oh, okay. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. All right. bloop, bloop, bloop.
1: Big recovery. Bloop, Scott in Montana. Hi, Scott. What's on your mind today?
5: Dan, I have been a fan of Cooper Cups. Uh, he tore up the big sky. Uh, if white rice doesn't work, man, we could go with a derivative nickname,
1: sticky. Sticky. Okay. All right. Thanks, Scott. Sticky rice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hope one of these catches on. No,
1: this is Friday. Final hour. But, you know, no matter what you say, you know, we're going to be giggly schoolgirls. Uh, Sumo in Missouri Hey Sumo
3: Hey how you doing? Great I, uh, My thinking is When somebody like Deshaun Watson Maxes out and gets as much money as he can He, he kind of is hurting the team So my, my I wonder like if Joe Burrow When his, when he's about to You know re-sign If he made a statement I'm not going to be one of the top five players That paid players at my position and say he does that, he'll still make good money, but kind of, you know, Tom Brady never <clears throat> made as much as he could possibly make, and he got a bunch of trophies. If Joe Burrow led the team and saying, hey, I'm going to make good money, but I'm not going to be a top five, and then Jamar Chase jumps on that, and then D Higgins and Mixon, and, uh, you know, and the, there's several on
6: the team that aren't going to hurt the team by maxing out their, their contract.
1: Yeah, but but, you know, Sumo, thanks for the phone call. We got some random phone calls today. Joe Burrow's contract did not come up in the previous two hours, but his agent isn't going to allow that to happen. It's they, I go back to one of my favorite stories about Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn wanted to stay with the Padres, didn't want to leave. But his agents or agent said, you got to kind of play the field. You can make more money someplace else. And Tony's like, yeah, but I, I don't want to give the impression I want to leave. I, I want to play with the Padres. And I remember he signed, I think it's a $5 million contract. And at the time, he was underpaid. But he said, look, this is where I want to stay. I don't know if you're going to see that now. And and it's not up to me or us to say to somebody, hey, let me tell you how to spend your money or how much is too much money? How much is not enough? Agents, that next guy up, that's why Kyler is going to be. If Kyler plays well this year, he costs Arizona more next year. So it's this game, game of chicken. Kyler says, pay me now. Now the Cardinals are all in and they don't have to, but they might say we could get a bargain now as opposed to waiting. Let's say he has an unbelievable year. What if he takes a step back? Then you're stuck. You're stuck, you know, spending $200 million on your quarterback. And that's what these teams have to weigh. Agents are pushing. Let's get it sooner. So that means when that contract's over, I can get into the next contract after that, and I could get three contracts in my NFL career. But I think that's the risk. If you would have said to Baker Mayfield, hey, the Browns will extend you five years, but you got to sign for $34 million a year. I'm not going to do it. He wouldn't do it. Now he would do it. But back then, you'd be like, no, I'm worth what these other guys are worth. And that's where you have to have this happy medium. There has to be a, a safe spot for some of these quarterbacks who aren't great. They're good and maybe very good. But they shouldn't be up the flagpole with the other great players. You know, Aaron Rodgers, you want to give him $15 million? Okay. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Lamar Jackson. Okay. Josh Allen, okay. But then there's other quarterbacks where you go, I don't think the next guy up should be making $50 million a year. It just to me it may, it's, you know, financial suicide for some of these teams. Because that's why you want a quarterback in the first round. I get you for 5 years, then I can fill out the roster. If if Russell Wilson got paid sooner and was a first round pick, you wouldn't have afforded the Legion of Boom. Seattle took advantage of a bargain the first four years, and they went to two Super Bowls. They didn't go anywhere near a Super Bowl after that. Dak Prescott was a bargain. It's, it's you have this moment where you can take advantage of that. Then after that, you know, after the rookie contract, then your, your uh, strategy, your game plan changes. And I've seen it many, many times over the years. But I don't want to say, hey, why don't you be like Tom Brady? Tom Brady knew if I sacrifice I can keep a good team and with that I can take them to the Super Bowl. And it's about winning for him. Now his wife is a supermodel and probably makes 35 million dollars a year. But Tom's agent doesn't care how much Giselle, you know, he didn't get paid anything off of what she gets paid, but he's got to be fair to the quarterbacking market. I just think it 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 hurts some of these quarterbacks where you go, uh, do we want to keep you? Like if the Bears could have kept Mitch Trubisky and let's say you're paying him, you know, 28 million dollars a year as opposed to 40 45 or less, maybe 25, maybe 20. He'd be the Bears quarterback probably. It's like how valuable are you? Do I want to pay that money now? Am I going to bet on us? Am I going to bet on you? those are things that are coming up. And Kyler Murray, I would want to see one more year. Just like I said this past year, I wanted to see one more year with Baker Mayfield. All right. uh, Poll results, Seton, from the first two hours. And what are we going to use in the final hour?
7: Well, we still need to fill out uh, whose career would you want. So we have a couple of solid options, but we need four. Okay. All right. Oh, is this the actor? Yes. Okay. Well, how about we just decide our own personal pick? Everybody gets their own, so I'm going to go with uh, Tom Cruise. Is the is it just on it? Okay, give the question: whose c- movie Ooh. career would you want? Okay, right now we have Tom Cruise because Top Gun. Everybody's going bonkers over, yeah. Right, I'm going to throw uh, Will Smith on there.
1: All right,
7: he's been in some just blockbusters. monsters yeah. blockbusters. Okay. Yeah, all right. Who else? Anyone else? Rock. I'm going to do Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Okay. Now, as part of his acting
1: as a wrestler. As well,
7: well, it says movie career. Okay,
1: all right.
6: Movie. movie. Does it so say you, movie? You get career? all the
7: Jumanjis, the new Jumanjis. Mm.
1: Those are good movies, by the way. Uh, yeah. They're fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah more. Then we're missing Arnold. That's now nah, Schwarzenegger's not. So just current, yeah. like currently. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Denzel. Huh? Leo. No, he said current. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh, careful! Wow. Oh, my,
8: oh. oh wow. want that
2: smoke oh,
1: <laughs> <good> Shot. <laughs> Uh, Anybody else there, Todd?
5: I was thinking the older guys like Nicholson, but if we're keeping it current, I think that pretty much covers.
1: Yeah. Well,
7: it just gave you two hours to think about it.
1: Yeah,
5: I said it's Tom Cruise. He's
1: the last movie star. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. He, I don't know if anybody else would get you out of your house to go to the theater. And I know Tom is doing it now, so there's recency bias, but Tom Cruise is the last movie star. And I want to see it in the theater. There's certain movies you want to see in the theater. Yes, Todd. I
5: wouldn't compare the two of them, but is Matt well, Damon that far away from, you know, the cruises of the world? Is it, is that big a gap? Um,
1: I love Bourne, but no, I don't think he's I don't think he's a movie star like that. Tom Cruise. If you've ever been around Tom Cruise, he he looks like a movie star. Like you go, man, he's that's Tom Cruise right there. And there are other great actors. It's just who is blockbuster gold?
2: Yeah, Paul. Would Matt with Tom? Not a. Would Matt Damon be like a Matt Ryan type, where he's not? <laughs> he won an MVP. That that Bourne run was unbelievable for him financially and publicly. Was Tom Cruise? Is he Tom Brady? Tom Cruise is Joe Montana. Joe Montana, a long run. I, I think Tom, or maybe he's Brady. Yeah, the long run. Yeah. Although Brady wins awards.
1: Tom's never won. I any. think
2: uh, uh, Born on the Fourth of July, he may have picked up he a couple. He got nominated? The, the movie did. Yeah. Yes.
1: Screen Actors Guild. Yeah. Hey, I'm a member
2: of the Screen Actors Guild. <laughs> Tom Cruise, Tom Brady's good comparison. Long runs. Yes, Tom.
5: But Brady also lost a few, like Vanilla Sky and Eyes Wide Shut and things like that. That's so okay. It could right. be in a lot of movies and still have a few that weren't so special. All right.
1: Let's take a break. I'm going to figure out what's going on with the Portland Trailblazers. Are they for sale? Is Phil Knight going to buy them? And what's that mean for the Seattle Seahawks? They on the block as well. We'll take a break. Back after this Dan Patrick show. Got my link sole on today. It just feels different. You know, when I come in and I go, I got my a T-shirt on. I go, what am I going to wear today? And I go through the closet there. And I go, you know, I like that color. That brings out the blue in my eyes. Let's go with that one. Link sole apparel has you covered literally from head to toe. And it's the most comfortable and stylish gear. You want to get dressed up. Let's say you want to go play golf. They got a polo shirt for you. Long sleeve shirt. You want to go out to dinner. They got the bamboo pant. That's great as well. Nice little combination there. You want to chill over the weekend. I got the boardwalker shirts. They are, they're going to help you at the beach and also in the backyard if you're doing a barbecue. Father's Day. Link Soul has something for everyone. New styles, new colors for the summer. Link Soul Prepared to add some fresh looks to your wardrobe and make this year's Father's Day the best ever. First thing you do is go to LinkSoul.com, L-I-N-K-S-O-U-L.com. Check out everything they have. Get 15% off and free shipping on your first order. That's LinkSoul.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder.
2: It's beer cracking
1: season. It, it Whoa, okay. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite.
6: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying.
0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with
1: With a lot going on in the world of sports, sometimes you miss these stories following the NBA finals. You know, there's other things going on. And then all of a sudden you see this, uh, oh, Phil Knight is bidding on the Portland Trailblazers. Wait a minute. Really? Are they for sale? And then you hear, well, they're not for sale. And then I wonder if the trust of Paul Allen you got to liquidate, does that mean that Seattle... Seahawks are for sale, and I thought there's one person that we need to call. He's uh, John Canzano. He's a, a columnist and a radio host, and he joins us back on the program. Uh, John, all right, help me understand: if there are they are the Blazers for sale?
8: A hundred percent, they're for sale. Uh, there's no wiggle room. The Paul G. Allen Trust uh, dictates that the trailblazers, the Seahawks, as you mentioned, everything inside that trust has to be liquidated. And it's supposed to be liquidated for the benefit of the trust. And that trust is supposed to fund Paul Allen's passion projects. Now, we already saw there was a huge piece of real estate in Southern California that Greta Garbo once upon a time nicknamed that sold for uh, $65 million in, in January. Uh, Paul Allen's super yacht, the octopus, had a submarine on it and all kinds of cool stuff. It, it sold in November. Uh, they sold that for 400 million. So this is just part of the procedure. I think uh, you know people in this region know the Blazers are for sale. The Blazers can say they're not for sale, but we know how that works. Um,
1: why Phil Knight? Like, and it feels like there's nobody. I mean, he's 84 years of age. What? Uh, why?
8: Yeah, that's the question, right? Because for years, we always thought that, you know, he, he doesn't need an NBA team. He doesn't need an NFL team. He doesn't need a Major League Baseball team. Uh, through Nike, he, he owns them all, right? I mean, he's got his hands in everything. Um, but if you really look at what Phil and Penny Knight have done over the last decade or two, especially in the state of Oregon, they, they have invested in the University of Oregon. They've invested in the uh, the health and science and research uh, facility here. They have uh, given money to Stanford, as we know. But, um, you know, people don't talk about some of the behind the th- scenes stuff that I think makes this make sense. Uh, when Pat Casey, the legendary baseball coach at Oregon State, was being wooed by Notre Dame, Phil Knight, who, you know, reached over to his rival university and said, how can I help you? He personally wrote a check to help Oregon State, his rival, keep Pat Casey. Phil Knight grew up in Portland. He grew up in this state. He made his fortune. He built his company here. I think this is 100% legacy play by Phil Knight. Doesn't want an outsider to come in and own Portland's NBA team and perhaps move them.
1: But is he looking at getting the Seahawks and the Blazers at the same time?
8: It's a great question. I don't think the Seahawks fit that because I think people in the state of Oregon view Seattle is over there. But I wouldn't be surprised if, as you look at the involvement of Alan Smolinski with the Dodgers, and you know, it, it feels like this they could be a player in that conversation as well. But I don't think Phil Knight at 84 needed an NBA team or an NFL team. I think this is all about his legacy, Dan. But
1: that means the Seahawks are up for sale. And have there been like, what's the value of the Seahawks?
8: Yeah, I I think they're looking at the the Blazers Brain Trust, which is really Vulcan Inc. It's located in Seattle. They own they uh, you know owned and operated the Blazers for a long time under the Paul Allen umbrella. Um, You know, I'm told they were looking at the Denver Broncos sale. Uh, Allen and company, no relation to Paul or Jody Allen. uh, They're running that auction of the Pat Boland trust to sell the Broncos that those bids started coming in at four billion and now five billion. So I think the Seahawks are in that five billion plus range. And I think, you know, eventually the Seahawks will be sold. I'm told that they will be the last piece of the estate to go out the door. And that Jody Allen has a much deeper connection with the Seahawks than she does the Blazers. She may be angling to come in as a minority owner or part of an ownership group. She, I don't think, is interested in owning the whole franchise. But I won't be surprised to see Jody Allen involved somehow with the Seahawks when they are sold. And they will be sold.
1: Closer to a championship, the Blazers or the Seahawks?
8: I think the question I've been asking is closer to a championship, University of Oregon or the Blazers is Phil Knight trying to get his championship with the trailblazers and not the (laughs) university of Oregon. Um, I think, you know, in the, the NBA is tough. We all know small markets, huge disadvantage, right? And that's why I think always having the deep pockets of Paul Allen was a benefit to the Blazers. If you get Phil Knight in the door, and I can tell you, Dan, people here are, over the moon at this possibility because they were thinking about outside ownership group, people who wouldn't spend. I think if you get Phil Knight and Smolensky, uh owning this team, Adam Silver has to love it. The other owners have to love it. And the fans here would love it because I do think it gives Portland a, a punching, you know, puncher's chance in the NBA.
1: Great to talk to you again as always, John. Thanks for joining us. Take care. That's John Canzano, columnist. Uh, he's been a longtime contributor to this show also uh, host of a radio show that airs uh, statewide in Oregon. I would want to have the Seahawks, but if I grew up in Portland and I want to keep Portland there, the Blazers there, I can understand that. I mean, if you're Phil Knight, you know, is there an ego play at all? It doesn't sound like, I mean, I wouldn't think so at 84 and you're worth $43 billion. I think your ego is probably in check, but he would love to be able to say, look, by buying this, the Blazers aren't going to go anywhere. And I think there's always that possibility that, uh, and, and, it, and it it does sound like a legacy play, as John uh, pointed out. All right, some phone calls here. Uh, let's see, Jeff in San Antonio.
5: Good hey, morning, DP. I mean, Big Swoosh. Hey, bud. Wanna say happy Friday?
6: Yeah. Waiting uh, on the, the movie star thing. Yeah. How about a couple of names for you Ryan Reynolds or Robert Downey Jr.? You got the Avengers, stuff mm-hmm. like that.
1: Well, that feels like it's the the movie itself, not the movie star. You know, these Avengers, these Marvel movies. It doesn't matter who's in it. It you know, it's like Spider-Man. They've had three of them. Doesn't matter. Just put somebody in there who's about five five and you know can move around a little bit there. Yeah, Paul.
2: That's why if we're talking about careers we want. I know it's really old school. I would go with someone like Dustin Hoffman, who seems like a true actor. He was never leading a, a battleship, you know, <laughs> that type of stuff. He was never climbing a building and, and saving people. Are you making a craft argument? Oh, yeah. It's about the craft? Big craft guy.
1: <sighs> mm, I would take Harrison Ford, because Harrison Ford, you know, he was the star of a couple of franchises. Two of the greatest franchises in movie yeah, history. Yeah, yeah. And he looks like an action star, like Tom Cruise, a little pretty Harrison Ford, who people have often said that I resemble, uh, you know, he's just a handsome leading man me. <laughs> no, you know what I, I got one time I was in a cab in New York and the guy goes, keep talking. And I go, I just told him where to drop me off. He goes, keep talking. And I kept talking. he goes. David Letterman. <laughs> I said, no, not David Letterman. Yep, yeah, you are. And I go, no, I'm not. Yep, yeah, couldn't convince him. Uh, Jeff in Buffalo. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind? Good morning. Happy Friday to everybody.
5: Right. Um, I thought about it. If Ben Simmons can get a coach, then Marvin gets a coach. I'm going to be his jump coach.
2: He's the the runway is too long. You need three steps and Dan you can help him
1: out because hmm. you know how to pull up off the dribble and shoot a jump jumper, jumper yeah. right? Yeah.
3: It's those last three steps. Okay. So let him do it again.
1: All right. Thank you, Jeff. Are you willing to do it again since now this doesn't change anything. This no, is, no. this is just for your legacy. Or your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you need your legs to help you with your your hand gussi. You see what I did with that time? It's a yeah, legacy
5: of hand gussie. Okay. Yeah. Give you a bloop.
1: <laughs> All right, thank you. Bloop, bloop. But this doesn't change. Next nope. week we get to make fun of your hands. Ab- absolutely. I'm with it. Do you want to try just taking three steps to try to get the top of the rim?
6: You know what? Why not? Because the last attempt, I look like a fish you, out of water. You look
1: like a whale breaching. Like you just went Like an orca or something. Uh, I mean, you're not big like a whale. I'm just saying whales jump out of the water and they breach, and then it's like their hands are at their side.
6: I thought you were insinuating something.
1: No, 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 you're not fat. Oh, thanks. You're not skinny, but you're not not fat. (laughs) Thanks, DP. (laughs) (laughs) Shannon, we only have 25 more minutes with each other. Shannon in Indiana. Hi, Shannon. What's on your mind?
3: Morning DP, morning fellas. Happy Meet Friday. Thanks, Thanks, Shannon. I just wanted to weigh in on the uh the movie conversations. Yeah. Y'all left out Keanu Reeves. How about
1: the Matrix and John Wick? Yeah. 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 Keanu Reeves. Um that's box office success right there with the Matrix. Although the last Mate now I never saw The Matrix. But uh so when somebody said, What do you think of the last one? I go, uh, I didn't see that one. But I didn't see any of them. But he's been, aside from John Wick, John Wick's a big deal.
2: Yeah, Paul. There's a guy who, if you said at age 22, he's going to be a huge <laughs> action star. <laughs> he seemed like, you know, back in the day, Bill and Ted and all that stuff. Not not that guy. No. But Speed changed it.
1: Yes. Yeah, That's he became sort of a heartthrob household name, him and uh,
2: Sandy Bullock. Oh, Sandra Bullock and Speed. That's first battle.
1: Sandra Bullock's had a couple of roles where Miss Congeniality, she's spectacular in.
2: Did you just ask Sandra Bullock and Speed?
7: That I, I, is one of the most overrated acting performances of all time.
1: Miss Congeniality?
7: No. But oh speed. speed.
1: Oh. Yeah, Paul.
2: Let me be clear. I'm not talking about her acting in any way. She's white <laughs> oh. hot in <and> speed. <laughs> just saying. Look, I don't care about her acting. She's acting. She's a fine, fine actress.
7: Oh, sorry. I was still thinking craft. With oh, you. you. were making the craft yeah, argument. I thought, Sorry. I, on was, my bad. I thought I was talking
2: to an actor. Oh, that's yeah. right. Sorry. No, yeah. she's just white hot in speed. <laughs> yeah. she's She was cute. In speed? Yeah, cute. You guys are yeah. starting to get me upset here. I'm just saying, she she was cute.
1: I mean, how many women, you know, that where you go, oh my god, that's, she's
2: stunning. While driving a bus at 80 miles oh, an hour. Okay, and a bomb yeah. attached to it. Yeah. yeah,
1: Going, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Oh no,
2: oh no. That's the whole movie, two hours.
8: Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh,
1: no. Good movie. Oh, no. Hmm. And, then, uh, and then they get off the bus. Yeah, they do. At the very end, they get off the bus. Was uh, Was Dennis Hopper the bad guy? Yeah, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> I like *Miscongeniality* Congeniality better than Speed. I don't know if there are any big names in *Miscongeniality*. Congeniality. Uh Benjamin Bratt. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's uh Julia Roberts' ex-boyfriend. He had a run, yeah, you know he, what I mean? Yeah, he did.
2: Yeah. Not on screen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But then Julia Roberts went out with Kiefer Sutherland. And Lyle Lovett.
2: Yeah. yeah, that one. Anything's possible. It is. It is. <laughs> Where Rick Kasich just called and said how Lyle Lovett get Julia Roberts. <laughs>
1: yeah. The, the late Rick Kasich from the Cars. What's a bigger upset? Rico Kasich. Lead singer, The Cars, getting Paulina Porzakova or Lyle Lovett and Julia Roberts. Whew. I mean, they're both musicians. See, once again, if I just would have picked up the damn guitar, that's it. Or piano. Nothing. I had to go out and shoot jumpers. Damn. Damn, three piece.
5: Damn, three-piece. Thank you, Todd.
1: Uh, All right, so we're going to take a break. Marvin gets one more chance, if you're watching on Peacock, if he can grab the top of the rim. And uh, we also have uh, our meet Friday as well. So we'll come back. More phone calls, close up shop on this Friday, right after this.
4: R. Arrington,
1: TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on
4: the
6: iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards.
4: Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
1: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh,
3: my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel
0: perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well...
3: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick slash promos. A lot of fun this week, and
1: uh, it's always great. Hopefully, we'll put a smile on your face. That's what we try to do every single day. Have fun. Entertain you. Here's Arcade Fire, everybody. Guess whose birthday is today? He's 36. He's Al Horford. Another 36-year-old Rafa Nadal. 36 years of age. How about that? Yeah. All right, um, this day in sports history, last call for phone calls, final results, poll question, what's going to happen on Monday, all of that good stuff. We'll try to do that in the next uh, 10 minutes or so. Paulie, this day in sports history.
2: Got a few. Are the legendary Vin Scully in 1989. He called two games in one day in two different cities in a total of 23 innings. Hmm. Um, Nolan Ryan pitched his second one-hitter of the month in 1989. Wow. That guy might be underrated. Uh, A few more. In 1980, Mets drafted Daryl Strawberry at 18 years old with the number one pick of the draft. And uh, that's about it.
1: It was on this date in 2006 when Sammy Sosa, broken bat, reveals it was corked. And uh, he said that uh, he didn't know that he was uh, using that corked bat. That he uses it in uh, batting practice. But he put it into a game, broke his bat, and uh, it was corked got a seven-game suspension Mm. for them. Magic Johnson handed out 21 assists, Game 3, NBA Finals, 1984 against the Celtics. And it was on this day, uh, 2018, Steph Curry breaks Ray Allen's NBA Finals record with nine three-pointers in a game. Final results of the poll, poll question there, Seton. 65% Dan going with Al Horford. Al Horford. Yep. If he won a finals Finals MVP. MVP. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, Ryan in Honolulu. Hey, Ryan. Hello, Dan. What do you have for me, Ryan? Uh, I have a parody mock song for Marvin's uh, rim attempt. Okay. Marvin, by the way, at the end of the show, if you're watching on Peacock, gets one more try. And uh, we had... uh, I think it was Bill in uh, Syracuse who was giving some advice, or Buffalo, to Marv on how he should be able to uh, just take three steps to jump and get the rim. All right, Ryan, ready to go.
8: Marvin believed he could fly. Marvin believed he could touch the rim. He practiced every night and day. But his tiny hands were an inch away.
4: (laughs) Marvin believed he could soar. But when he jumped, he had to abort. Marvin believed he could
1: fly. Thank you, Ryan. Ryan Ryan just whipped that up this hour because Marvin last hour uh, tried to get the rim. uh, Above or top of the rim. He hit the rim. But you let a lot of people down, just saying. I did. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm used to it. You let the community down. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yes. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah. The black community is not happy with you right now.
6: My black heart. <laughs> Everybody take it back.
1: Oh. I love that when Marvin goes, yeah, i let down some brothers. And I said, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. You could get the rim, the side of the rim.
6: Best part is most of them can't do it either.
1: Oh, at, at your age, correct? Is that what you say? Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do I have? Warriors are four point favorites against the Celtics. Game two. Uh, in case you're interested in buying the Blazers, DraftKings has them listed at plus ten thousand to win the NBA title next year. Well, this wouldn't be a dramatic turnaround if Phil Knight bought it. How about over under props? Steph Curry over under game two, what we think he's going to score. 28 and a half. Jason Tatum over under, according to DraftKings, game two, 27 and a half. Here's one for you. Over under, made three pointers, game two, Steph Curry, four and a half. Doesn't that scream low to you? Yes.
7: I have a, uh, just real quick, another um, bigger upset in terms of couples. Okay. Uh, This is a good one. It's a little bit of a throwback. But uh, Terrence just sent in Tom Green and Drew Barrymore. That was an
1: upset. You remember Tom Green? Yeah, but he was a funny guy, and it feels like Drew would be attracted. I mean, he wasn't one of those guys where you went, wait, Tom Green and Drew Barrymore? Kind of. No, because Drew, who knows what? state of mind drew was
2: in back then i mean julia roberts come on that's crazy yeah Pauline. the comedian tom green was probably a five drew barrymore was probably about an eight back then yeah. you're looking at rick okasic who's who's like a four with being one of the bigger rock bands on earth yeah and and polina poroskova is an 11 out of 10 that's true that's true
1: But it, you know, when you're the lead singer of a band and the band was really, really big at the time, like Lyle Lovett, I don't know if he was ever really big, but he he was, he was popular. But I don't know if he was ever considered a star. But Julie Roberts,
2: that's that's pretty good. Jeez, I'm just telling you, you, got if you you can sing. Doesn't matter what you look like. Is singing better than playing sports? Like uh, as far as overachieving.
1: Well, now it is. Oh, what do you mean? If I'm an athlete and who
2: wants to date me? I would. I would do this. Go look at some of the NASCAR successful drivers in NASCAR and their wives. Yeah, those guys can hit out. Out. Uh,
5: well, soccer players as well. Yeah, feels like yes, Todd. But at sporting events, usually there's not women screaming the way like. You'd see someone go after an Elvis or some of the sexy rock stars, where they literally want to rush the stage and That's throw true. their clothes. At
1: yeah, them. absolutely. I don't think women react that way about anything other than you're you're going to see a, a, a concert. You're going to see somebody sing in front of you, right? I don't I don't know if no. Now the closest I came to seeing that was. One Direction was staying in New York, and I was staying at the same hotel. And I remember it looked like there were five thousand teenage girls outside in the street. And I went inside. You know, I had to, there was extra security, and I remember hear, overhearing these uh, two girls. They were going up the elevator, and they were like, "Just lie to them. Just just say that we're cousins." And I'm going, "Oh boy," but it was hacked with. These girls, they were screaming. I can't imagine what the Beatles went through. And, you know, you go back to when they played Shea Stadium. You know, the Beatles didn't play very many concerts. They weren't known for concerts. But I'm guessing at Shea, nobody heard any music that night. They played music. Nobody heard any music. Who has the Celtics in game two? Paulie had them in game one. Absolutely not. No way. only, only four
5: points right now. Yes, Todd. Even being super fan 99 over here with my uh, Celtics dynasty shirt, I'd be shocked if Golden State would lose the first two at home. I don't see that happening.
1: Okay. So you're official now. You're a Celtics yeah, fan. Let's, Not do, an, let's, let's okay. do it. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's gutsy. Yeah, <laughs> Eaton. I had said yesterday that there's no more sure thing than
7: if the Celtics win big game one, they're getting swept the rest of the s- series. Yeah. So I'm going to stick with that. Wow. That'd be a great call. Great call. And if I if I'm wrong, you guys can make fun of my small hands.
1: <laughs> no, you, nobody was happier to find out their hands were bigger than Marvin's than you. It's like top five moment of my life. Yes, including getting married, married, child, like everything. Yeah, that I mean, when I found out that I didn't have the smallest hands, it was you were Buster Douglas and Marvin was Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah. Like you knocked him down. He was looking for his mouthpiece. All of a sudden I'm knocking things over
7: because
8: my hands are so big. I can't like
1: you needed a a bigger baseball glove. Yeah, my gloves are small. (laughs) Let's go around the room on what we learned on this award nominated program. Todd,
5: our buddy Chris Mannix thinks Russell Westbrook's career ends unless he's willing to be a sixth man or role player.
1: After next year. He said this this year coming up, he thinks could be his last. Seton. A cup of white
2: rice. Yes. I like that for Cooper yeah. Cup. Yeah. Marv. The Blazers are for sale. Paulie. Cooper Cup of the Rams. The official new nickname, white rice or sticky rice.
1: What we learned brought to you by Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more discover.com slash match limitations like fritzy apply thanks for the phone calls emails tweets the all-around support make sure you go to the website got some great gifts there for father's day danpatrick.com safe weekend everybody we'll be talking to you on monday
4: Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh?
0: A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes!
4: Wait! Did we just invent California?
0: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
4: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own.